This week we're talking about the events of Holy Week. And yesterday I told you that there were two things that you needed to keep in mind throughout the whole week. First of all, everything that Jesus went through, he went through willingly. And secondly, everything that Jesus went through, he went through for you. So we're going to fast forward a bit, all the way from Sunday to Thursday. Jesus had just celebrated that important Jewish festival, that Passover meal with his disciples. He had just instituted the meal that we know as Holy Communion. Pastor John Enter had a whole series about that. But now it was time for Jesus and his disciples to take a short walk out of the city, across a valley, up a hill, into an olive grove known as the Garden of Gethsemane. That was important for a couple of reasons. First of all, this was a familiar walk for Jesus and his disciples. In fact, we're told that every evening during Holy Week, Jesus walked out to this garden at night with his disciples, which meant that if anyone was looking for Jesus, they knew exactly where they could find him. And that included Judas. You might remember that Judas was one of Jesus' 12 disciples, but we're told that the devil had filled Judas's heart with greed. And so Judas had agreed to betray Jesus, to hand Jesus over and deliver him to his enemies in exchange for 30 pieces of silver. And so when it finally came time for Judas to go to those enemies and lead the detachment of soldiers to Jesus to find him, Judas knew exactly where to go. That walk to the Garden of Gethsemane was also important because in that garden, Jesus and the rest of his disciples would part ways. In fact, Jesus warned them ahead of time that when the opposition showed up and when the temperature got turned up, they would abandon him in fear. They would desert him in his hour of greatest need. So in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus knew that one of his friends would betray him. And yet he went anyway. Jesus knew that the rest of his friends would abandon him. And yet he went anyway. Remember what I said? Everything that Jesus went through, he went through willingly. And sure enough, it happened just as he knew it would. Jesus was arrested in that garden and by the very next sundown, he would be dead. He would be lying lifeless in a tomb. But everything that Jesus went through, he went through willingly. And in fact, what happened in that garden really reminds us why. See, when it came time for Jesus to do what he had come to this earth to do, he needed to part ways with his friends. He needed to go it alone. Because the people that Jesus came to suffer and die for included those friends. I'm guessing that you would consider yourself a friend of Jesus. And of course, that's, that's wonderful. So would I. But as we see in this story, sometimes even Jesus' friends betray him. Sometimes even Jesus' friends desert him. And I'm guessing there have been times when you've been that kind of friend to Jesus. When you've exchanged your loyalty to Jesus for your love for something else. When the opposition has shown up and the temperature has turned up and the last place you wanted to be was right by Jesus' side. Even friends of Jesus sometimes desert and sometimes abandon, which is why everything that Jesus went through, he went through for you. Not with you, not in cooperation with you, not with you helping him or him helping you. No, everything he went through, he went through for you. One other thing happened in that garden that evening. Jesus' willingness to go through with all of this was sort of put to the test, you might say. Before Judas or any of the soldiers showed up, Jesus had spent several hours in intense prayer. Over and over and over again, he asked that if there was any way that he could be spared from the suffering, he knew that he was coming and still save us, that, that his Father in heaven would allow 
him to do that. And yet every time that he prayed, Jesus submitted his will to his Father's. He said, not my will, but yours be done. And so thankfully, when the Father's answer to Jesus' prayer was no, Jesus' answer to his Father's plan, his answer for you was yes. Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Uh, thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast but want to go even deeper in your faith, I want to invite you to check out all the great content that we put out here at Time of Grace. Um, the easiest way for you to do that, and the way that I personally do that, is by signing up for the Time of Grace email. I might be biased, <laughs> but I think the Time of Grace team does a great job putting all into one email, a written devotion, a video devotion, a blog post, podcasting options, it's the way that I love to start my day. And if you want to go deeper with Jesus, it's a great way to start yours too. Just look for the link in the episode notes to sign up. And thanks for your support.